0: Ladies and
1: gentlemen, it's Too Late with Alan Mosley. I'm so glad the audience came back yeah, for, for round two. How, how did you like episode 195? It was a pretty good one, I thought. I, yeah, we didn't screw it up too bad, I don't think. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, Done sure. worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late. I'm your host, Alan Mosley. Join us always by the number one producer in late night. It's Dave Wolomowski. Dave, how are you doing? <laughs> Still
0: living the dream. And I'll just say what yeah. I said last time, and that Mary brought it up earlier, that uh I never ask you how you're doing, and that's I guess that's kind of rude. So Alan, how are you doing? Um
1: I'm alright, I guess. You know what I did uh earlier today? Uh I rode my exercise bike because I know myself well enough to know that if I said, well, you know, I get busy on Wednesdays, but I'll just, I'll just do the show, and then after yeah. the show, I'll ride my bike. And then you know what happens? I do the show, and then I don't. Yep. So what I did <laughs> today is I rode the bike uh, before the show, and then our stream turned out to crash, so yeah. I'll never do that again, will I? Yeah, that's obviously
0: correlation there.
1: Yeah, no, sir. Uh, but Caused yeah, we are, <laughs> we are back live here at It's Too Late. I uh, see in the chat, people are wondering what the... F- that was, uh, Gibbs says. How was Chinese prison? Um. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs> not the best. I gotta say. No. Um. Yeah. I'm just so happy to be here. Like, you know, you know why this happened, don't you? It was Why's because that? it was because you and I flew too uh, flew too close to the sun. We were too we, we were too excited for tonight's show. And so we're very optimistic. Just yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> a little reality. Show. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I guess I should pull my notes back up. Like, I, dude, I closed everything. We were, we were done for the night. All right. <laughs> um, You know what we're not going to forget to do tonight, Dave? What's that? Alan? We're going to tell people about the fourth annual It's Too Late Live show, which is coming up on June 4th this year. Uh, hosted by myself and my friends Dave and Mary Liberty Late Night at the Private yeah. Bon Aqua Computer Club in Bon Aqua, Tennessee, it's just south of Nashville. That's June 4th, but you got to get your tickets cuz space yes. is limited. It's and, filling up fast. Yeah, it's fill- it, it actually it is filling up fast cuz space is so limited that when I hear a few <laughs> more people say they're coming, I'm like Shh, I got to start making like start crunching the numbers. But I do have a really <laughs> exciting announcement. Uh proceeds from the night of June fourth, are gonna go to me. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the official Twitch mod. of it's too late since we're over on Twitch yeah. right now. Uh, t- t- hey, t- show everybody our Twitch site. Oh, that's right here. <laughs> Yeah, it's twitch.tv slash alan underscore Mosley. But our the official Twitch mod says only about half the viewers are back since that Snafu. So That's great. Yeah. 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 We did, that. yeah. <laughs> did we? <laughs> did we though? Um Yeah, so anyway. And yeah, I'm I'm just like I my, my notifications and stuff over here are just blowing up. 'cause cause it's everything saying so, y'all still stri- y'all still doing a show? Did you still do that show? Yo stream it! All right. <laughs> That's a valid question. I mean, yeah, I didn't realize it was going to be. I've actually got some of my friends texting me on my phone, just, just links and stuff saying, hey, did you see this? I'm busy! <laughs> We've done the show at Wednesday nights at this time for going on five years. And my friends who tell me, oh, yeah, Alan, I caught your show the other night. That was great. But then they text yeah. me at this time because yeah. I know they don't they don't watch. <laughs> I, I know you don't. I know you don't. I mean, I used to I used to know Dave doesn't, but now Dave's here. Yeah. 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 Um you know, I went to a dinner party last weekend. Oh Yeah, I I yeah, I, I haven't actually I can't even tell you the last time I went out to a dinner party because, you know, I'm straight, so I Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't go around telling people that very often, but no, d- dinner parties, not being straight, <laughs> like, but <laughs> I, I went to a dinner party last weekend and, uh, everybody there were really cool people. I mean, like really solid, you know, like F the police, you oh, know, taxation yes. is theft kind of people. And in, in, you know, we had like this really awesome brisket, um, and salad and, uh, we talked long into the night about all the topics you would expect. Um, primarily, uh, age of consent and abortion. Yeah, those are the best. Yeah, mostly age of consent. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, is you know what you know what always happens is age of consent comes up, and you always have one half of the table that says, "But why should we be listening to arbitrary laws set by the state?"
0: Yeah.
1: And the other half of the table says is, but that, no, that's radioactive, my friends. It's just, it's just wrong. And I'm always, you know, I, I kind of view myself as the arbiter that's in the middle because I'm just, I'm just hearing it out. I'm just, I'm just listening to these, these, (laughs) I see you distancing yourself. I see you distancing yourself from the show. So I'm just, me being me, I'm just the arbiter that's in the middle. And and I always say the question that people never ask is is yeah but how what does she look like?
0: We need that problematic thing. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, just for self awareness
1: during the show. Actually, it's it. What's funny is <laughs> is that the topic actually did come up at dinner, and so me, an intellectual, I That's decided great. this is a yeah. great time to test out a new a new bit on on my audience. <laughs> And so I I go, you guys might recall that I used to run a printing business. Yeah. And there was this one time when I was out at the office, this Hispanic family came in, and they were coming to get an invitation to their daughter's birthday party. And their daughter came to pick them up. And I mean, dude, just a, a body made for adult entertainment. Like this girl (laughs) was just smoking like Catherine Zeta Jones remade. All right. And so anyway, like I'll never forget that, but um, does anybody know what a quinceañera is? I don't, I didn't translate that word, so I don't know. Oh. (laughs) Oh no. Yep.
0: Is that the joke? Shit.
1: <laughs> I wasn't
0: sure.
1: I swear to god, you're all right. Oh, anyway, okay. Yeah. Okay, I see. <clears> throat> yeah. Throat> so anyway, um big story that was going around in the news the last couple of days. I don't think we're going to get another stimulus from from the gov. Based on all the COVID stuff that's gone on, you know, I think the stimuluses yeah. are behind us. But just mm-hmm. when you thought, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, I want to check out this article right here. A crack pipe stimulus. The Biden administration to fund programs that hand out crack pipes to prevent infection and oh. promote racial equality. Thirty million dollar oh grant gosh. program to distribute funds to nonprofits and local governments to make drug use safer and, in quote, advance racial equity. Uh, by the way, the, in Black History Month. By the way, oh just, my gosh! I, in Black History Month. By the way, I saw the memes. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, oh, I meant to look into it. Yeah, uh, but you know what? The great thing is, is that if you're if you're God. really like that shocked that they're going to be handing out crack pipes to people, wait till you hear where crack came from. Oh my! I, I I have an idea of how that that story started. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't people do wow. meth like like real adults? You know. That is so racist. I mean, I I didn't do it. They're the ones. That... <laughs> I know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought you were talking to me, like Alan. That's no, so racist. No. I no, I'm
0: not.
1: I'm not the one doing it. Yeah,
0: it's insane.
1: Yeah, this is I'm a genu- real. I'm genuinely shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, what are you what are you gonna do with your with your safety kit?
0: Because oh. that's what they're that's oh, every- what
1: they're that's what they're calling them. They're calling them safe smoking kits and supplies. I can get one too. Um, I mean, you'll just have to check with your state. They're they're just they're sending them out, okay. so you know. Oh, that's that's interesting. That'll make it for
0: an interesting homeschooling day.
1: Yeah, it actually it actually says a spokesperson for HHS. Uh, said included in these kits could be pipes for users to smoke substances like crack cocaine and crystal methamphetamine. They'll serve oh. to limit the risk of infection because typically users smoke out of glass pipes which can lead to cuts and sores that become infected. Mm. If you're going to... Wow. Because that's isn't, isn't that government in a nutshell that they're saying that this is for your health But that's because in their twisted worldview, you know, like ivermectin's bad for you. But but since since you're going to have a bump every now and again, just do it safely.
0: (laughs) Don't want you to get a cold sore or anything.
1: Yeah. Or or, you know, AIDS, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. A crack pipe for every family. Yeah. What a what a what a clown world. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> it is, it really is.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like sometimes sometimes Wednesday rolls around and I'm like, we gotta brainstorm some funny things to talk about on the show. But then I'm yeah. looking at the news and it's like, well, that's that's actually really happening. Like that's not yeah. that's not a bit. They're doing it. And it's yeah. hilarious. Remember do you remember back when they were voting on the last omnibus spending bill, how how they were saying that there's just no room for cuts? We we have yeah. to do like $1.6 and that's that's bare bones. There's not a single cent we can cut out of the budget.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But they found like $30 million they found, for, yeah. for, for crack pipes.
0: <laughs> we can scrape together a little bit for the necessities.
1: Yeah. Tim Wysong says a crack pipe in every pot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What about a pot pipe? Uh, yeah. Never mind. Hmm. <laughs> thought there was something there.
1: I, I saw somebody had an interesting question though before we before we take the break. Is that? So, you know, in some places you can be arrested for drug paraphernalia, right? Yeah, that's interesting. So, is the, is this not like the ultimate honeypot where they're literally going to be out there like, oh. "Hey, do you need a kit?" and then the, the moment you pick it up, they just blow you away you... slap the cuffs on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, Yeah, clown world, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, it just must be awful to be black, I think.
0: Well that's what they're they seem to be insinuating. Yeah.
1: It's not us, it's them. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not us, yeah. No. Yeah, like sometimes we're just someti- reporting the news.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is
1: a this is a, okay. Yeah, <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Fix your tie, Dave. That's 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 yeah. what's holding us back tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I noticed that it doesn't matter what my
1: tie knot looks like. I just realized this today. Yeah, because you can't see it. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's it's behind your front mane. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I could I could just have it all wrapped up in a
1: whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we would get in trouble if, like, I wore like Muslim garb on the program? And I don't know, I don't know the, yeah. And then and then spread misinformation because that's the that's rules, te- that's terrorist now. There, that's what oh. that's what they're saying now. DHS says that if you're spreading misinformation, that's that's basically terrorism.
0: But you couldn't be a terrorist.
1: But, you know, you know that that old quote, but if this be treason, make the most of it. So if you're going to go out there and spread misinformation, then you might as well talk about how the world, the earth is flat and the birds aren't real. and <laughs> Subterranean you know, I, lizard people. You know, yeah. I've been trying to get banned on Twitter. You saw that, right? I noticed that. Yeah, you, I was you, trying you to get and I'm still there. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, I call I called everybody, as 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 our mods put it, re rebarded bat fabbits and <laughs> and dip dib fibbers, <laughs> and yeah, uh, and I and and I uh-huh. said that when when the mandates are done, we shouldn't celebrate. We should like oh, coat yeah, the yeah. wall with the blood of our enemies, yeah. and and Twitch was like, eh, what can you do. But they did make me remove a tweet talking about Regis Philbin. I, I want you to always remember that Regis wow. Philbin is no. But where the hell are the lines? Yeah, exactly. That's my. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I'm getting at. Is that, I mean, if it were up to me, there wouldn't be lines, of course. But I'm just saying, yeah. just just for knowledge's sake, mm-hmm. what can we say and not say? Evidently, you can say a lot of things. Yeah, you can say you can say quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, boy, that the show would have been so good the first time. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Like we, yeah, it was we a nice were, start. You know, yeah. we
0: got off the starting line like perfect.
1: Yeah, we were going to go hard in the paint for that show. This mm-hmm. one. Yeah. This one's. My heart's just not in it anymore. Yeah. Get your get get your mute buttons ready because this this show now is gonna fucking suck <laughs> i feel like we have to have a button like you like when you know i'm gonna say something you have to have yeah. a button that like
0: a beep yeah
1: yeah i don't think i have a... yeah no we should we should discuss these things before we start
0: yeah instead of the stupid
1: stuff we do discuss yeah what did we do? i
0: don't even remember i don't know we were rolling about something
1: yeah, because we were really excited for the show and that it went to yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. This is probably the worst monologue I think we've ever done. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like, you know, the Olympics are on and like sometimes you'll have multiple heats in mm-hmm. in an event. So our first heat was a zero out of ten. So like yeah. we're going to have to do a lot of work in the second heat to bring this thing back. <laughs> you know? Well, I guess we better be getting on then.
0: Yeah, we should probably. Yeah, move on. I,
1: yeah I feel like I'm not. Look, look, I just want you to know I'm not blaming you. All right. I'm just oh, saying good. that that was a really good time for you to drop something. Like, if you had something, that yeah. was it. Well, that was your first mm-hmm. mistake. I didn't. I had nothing. <laughs> I'm just thrilled that we're online. I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's still setting in.
1: Yeah, our first attempt was a DQ, our second attempt was a 0. <laughs> so we're going to we're going to move on to attempt number 3. Guys, we're going to be back with the meme of the week and the viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Yeah. Guys, welcome back to the show. We have a sponsor now. I want you to take a look at this. It is Tennessee Incredible. Hot Sauce Company. It comes in a variety of flavors. You can get them on their website, which is tnhotsauceco.com. Right here, I'm holding uh, Poblano Jalapeno. And if you look right Ooh. here, they actually have a meter that we use that green mm-hmm. is personable. But if you look over here on the Blood Orange Ghost, It's problematic. Yes. Um what what was the deal if we if we if we raise something like 100 dollars in donations before the end of the show shots yeah yeah we'll do shots Um but that's tnhotsauceco.com I actually talked to the uh, owner uh, earlier today mm-hmm. he actually got some orders from our audience and wow, I was just as, as shocked as he was yeah. <laughs> I can't even get these people to log on to Twitch and follow the channel. But they'll buy, you know, you know what it was, is that they saw us and they're like, man, if that hot sauce is so good, you can drink it straight from the tap. It must be some good yeah. stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I do like hot sauce.
1: Um, I mean, it says zero calories, so I should just be able to drink this for sustenance and lose weight.
0: Yeah. I remember that from when I was dieting, hot sauce is free. I think mustard too. Yeah. You can have as much as you want.
1: Yeah, but it's not free at TNHotSauceCo.com. I don't. know. Like, yeah, don't don't give people. Even yeah. with our promo code. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You should <laughs> you should keep working on that. I, why don't we like? What's what's even the point of the sponsorship? I don't even understand. They know. All right. Anyway, hey, uh, <laughs> hey Dave. Yes, Alan. What time is it? It's time for Meme of the Week. (laughs) Americans that can't find groceries on the shelves. (laughs) But in comes Joe Biden. Biden. That's nice. There you go. I like that. Look, that's helpful. That is. Yeah. Uh, But we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. It's afraid. Honk <laughs> it again. Look at, look at his face. <laughs> Honk it again. Uh. Oh, gonna, we got another open, cookie too. Yeah, I'm gonna open my. No, oh, this, this is gonna be if, good. This is this is our futures, Dave. This is I, our. Oh, yeah. we're sharing this. Yeah, we're sharing. I, I don't know. Something about sharing fates with you just. Yeah. Makes me I mean, nervous. <laughs>
0: I, I guess, mean, yeah, we kind of did that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm younger. Statistically, your fate's going to be decided before mine. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Didn't we already get this? In retrospect, it was inevitable. Didn't we have that like last yeah. week? Yeah, that's a repeat.
0: They only have like that's... three fortunes in the cookies. I guess they really wanted to drive it home.
1: I don't know. This. I mean, the last time that happened, it was it was perfect because we we had a little bit yeah. of a snafu, and ironically, we also had one tonight.
0: Ah, hmm. it was inevitable. Oh, because of our optimism. The lesson will continue until the lesson is learned.
1: Yeah, I
0: what <laughs> do I? There you go, go, right in the water.
1: Yeah, yeah, the yeah the the the, the water. <laughs> I already told you I've, I'm too nervous to use the cup as a cup because then that means now there's an open container around all my oh, shit yeah. I got one too
0: did you see ours it's oh wait, where's the handle yeah, yeah we lost that pretty no that's pretty how it's quick. made oh. that's how they make it
1: <laughs> yeah like, it kind of represents the show I feel like that should be like 10% off or something it should be all right <laughs> Uh, taking another quick look, in ch- I I see Castro FEMA camps. One oh. can hope. Uh, open container yeah. rules. I Jesus, I'm. You know what? I'm never gonna look in. Ch- I am happy that all the chats from <laughs> Twitch though, because people have figured out that Twitch is where it's at. But yeah,
0: you you're know, really building the community there.
1: Yeah, Twitch Twitch is so good for the stream quality. But this is what you gotta do if you're an Amazon Prime customer. You go, Ooh. you go to my channel, twitch.tv slash alan underscore mostly, you follow the channel, then you click on the subscribe button, and you'll notice that you get a free subscription with Twitch Prime. You connect your Twitch account to your Amazon and then you get to subscribe to my channel for free, but we get the full proceeds of the subscription. <laughs> like we're we're at a point where we have to we have to make it free to you to get people to support mm-hmm. the show. You know, I'm gonna go on a rant really quick since we're on that. All I was talking to some people earlier this afternoon. And did you know that these dick shitters like Reason and Cato have like multi-million dollar budgets? Like Reason operates on like four or five million dollars a year. And Cato really? is is more like eight and a half to nine million dollar annual budget. That's the That's kind so of true. money you get by being in the beltway and just, mm-hmm. you know, sucking like Clinton's dick every other week. And then you get $8, $9 million annual budget, right? Like, these are the people who every other article is, let's distance ourselves from Ron Paul and talk about how vaccine mm-hmm. mandates are truly libertarian. And mandates. they're raising that kind of money. But then you've got organizations like the 10th Amendment Center that, like, they're running on way less than 10. They're running on less than, like, five. Mm-hmm. They're, they're running on, like, literally a few percent of that, right? Uh, yeah. Or or Mises, for instance yeah mises is is running on like a fraction of what those organizations are running on and they're not total trash and so yep. what i try to tell people is is that it's it's not it, that's bad enough but what makes it worse is is when you think about the seen and the unseen the seen is, is look at all the great work that the 10th amendment center does on a budget of like $150,000
2: now imagine
1: yep. what they could do if they had yeah. like Cato's budget like we could we we couldn't imagine who even knows yeah yeah
0: well it, it couldn't exist because yeah it wouldn't be what it was if it had that budget it couldn't have that budget if it is what it is you know what I mean
1: I I anyway. feel I feel like the, so the monologue <laughs> was the place for your material oh okay yeah. Do you, I mean? Do you want to go back? I mean, we could probably go back. No, okay, okay, I don't have a button for that. <laughs> okay, we better not touch it. I I, I don't want to. You're supposed to under promise, over deliver. My bad. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, yeah. Mary says, "Why is it still censored for me? Some words are. Am I on the kids' version of Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, our channel is marked as being as being like eighteen plus. So if you're watching on Twitch, you're you're in the big peepos, yeah, Twitch, big yeah. boy table. Yeah, at the big boy table. Um <laughs> so the, so the the moral of the story here is, I mean, you look at us. Like our budget's like $600, you know, like a year. <laughs> <laughs> and and look what we do. We do the we do the best fucking show in this community. Yeah. The best one. It's up there. The best one. <laughs> the the best one. Does anybody? Can anybody else hit the buttons? Like, if you feel confident that you can hit buttons and agree with everything I say, send your resume to info at alanmosley.tv. Yeah, and and funny enough, not hit buttons when one's not requested. That's that's another good one. You know what's funny is this, we haven't done a single viewer mail question. No, we and, haven't.
0: I, I just looked at the time there. And yeah. the
1: segment's over. Yep. We haven't done a one. So we should, but we it's should do them all then. Yeah, let's just go ahead and do the viewer mail, I think. <laughs> I got excited because I saw we had a notification, but it's not. It's not a donation. It's freaking freaking mailer from Tom Woods. <laughs> it's like I, I I know vaccine passports are bad, Tom, but let's open up your open up your hearts and your checkbooks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Aaron, you tell them. You give them the links. This is what you got to do. You got to go to patreon.com/slash alan or all of that stuff right there for uh, PayPal. I feel like I could probably do it. Hold on, give me give me a second. I think okay. I can. I think I can do it. All right. You got to go to those links and donate. Like it's amazing how we don't get donations during our flagship program, but we raise like two hundred dollars when Ryan and Celeste are on here to talk about like is muffin cake.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We get back to that whole correlation causation thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um Mary says L M A O was censored. Well that's oh. because you can't say lesbians might oh. attack orphans on my mm. on my channel. No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we, we have put, standards. Yeah. No, we we put them in their place. Um all right. So anyway, bear, bear. Get back to it. <clears throat> um, I mean, should we? Should we just move on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Wait, hold on. Your your initial instinct was yeah, and now you're saying you don't know. No, I mean, I mean, move on to viewer mail. We should actually. Oh, okay, okay. So fi- so finish <laughs> this segment as opposed to just move yeah. on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Andrew, we'll we'll do them. We'll say we'll do them quickly and then do them at the same speed. Uh, okay. Andrew Avery says, "Dear Alan and Dave, do bicycles fall over because they're too tired?" Hmm. Yes, I don't know. I I I did
0: some some work this week. I found out that that from my research, you know, it's there's actually a lot of science and, and a lot of mystery behind how bikes actually stay up. But most of the reason that they fall over is because they're not going fast enough.
1: That's. That applies yeah. to a lot of things, I think. Like yeah. like this segment, it <laughs> fell over because it wasn't going <laughs> <that> long ago. It's good along though. Yeah. Um. Carl Huber writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, why is the third hand on a watch called the mm. second hand? Because it's it's measuring the seconds. But why is that the third hand? Like they don't have numbers on them." Like, why Why isn't that the first hand? Oh.
0: You're just arbitrarily applying a label mm-hmm. to it. Yep. I thought it because initially they didn't have the first hand. You just expected to know what the hour was.
1: <laughs> what? What's the, what's the point of a device <laughs> that tracks time if the device <laughs> expects you to know whereabouts the time is?
0: General, yeah. Just a ballpark idea.
1: I tell you what, you really missed. You really missed your calling in tonight's monologue. I I feel like you came prepared, but then you, you know, like you stowed your ammunition until this segment. <laughs> For, For the him. monologue, all I had was living the dream. Yeah. Um. If you enjoy wasting time, is that time really wasted? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It, yeah. It still is. Like I've known a lot of people who were happy to be just useless pieces of shit. But that yeah. doesn't mean they're not useless pieces of shit. I mean I'm happy <laughs> for them that they're so happy about it, but they're still yeah. useless. Yeah. yeah. Like have you met libertarians? Like the worst. Yeah. Right. Um Gary Duxter writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what's the more likely scenario in your opinion? One, Spotify totally drops Joe Rogan from their platform. Two, Rogan preemptively le- I don't give a shit. Just Yeah. Hit the hit the thing. Oh. Hit the thing. All right. Ooh, oh. okay. Nobody okay. gives a shit. Alright. <laughs> right. Uh Suzanne Sherman writes, Dear Alan and Dave, will you be doing a taste test for Valentine's Day candy? Oh, like like yeah, like a tier list. I feel but do you really need a tier list for Valentine's candy when we did like a an hour and a half tier oh. list for Halloween candy? Isn't it the same candy just shaped in hearts instead of skulls? A
0: lot yeah, yeah actually a lot of it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, she actually said a taste test though. We didn't we didn't oh, get did to she? If we had any kind of audience, they would have they would have seen the list and then sent mm-hmm. us all that candy and then you and I would have then had first-hand experience with <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what did we say our next tier list was going to be? I thought we picked one. Pizza. Oh yeah. Ch- chain pizza. Yeah. We're going to do a pizza tier list. You guys need to work on sending us all the pizza, and then yeah. we'll we'll rank it. We'll save it till then, and then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Dave Benner writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, who has had more impact on American culture, Adam Smith." <sighs> Spinner, this, this this is another one of my friends. My friends uh. who is still asking serious political and history questions in the segment that's made for fun and games because he's never seen this show in his life. Yeah. No. Why do you even? Why do you even leave a question to a show when <laughs> you know you're not going to watch the show to hear what the answer is? it's helping. All right. Uh, Ryan Seifert writes, actually Ryan writes this through me, because Ryan can't write, because Ryan simply repeated what I said, and that got him banned. (laughs) I'm still here, he got banned. Interesting. Yeah. Ryan Seifert writes, Dear Alan and Dave, why don't British people have fruit by the foot? They they have
0: the royale with fruit.
1: Roy- Royale with fruit
0: actually I looked it up they they have uh something that's just like it and it's called fruit winders same hmm. thing just fruit
1: winders that's gonna be our that's gonna be our new thing that when we when when we the next time we talk about or come across some Europeans we will say hey look a couple of fruit winders comes this way <laughs> that's what we're gonna do all right um Jonathan kranzer writes, Dear Alan and Dave, do you prefer Oreos or chocolate chip cookies? Dave, mm. do you prefer Oreos or chocolate chip cookies?
0: I mean, if if you're just saying chocolate chip cookies and like a fresh baked chocolate chip cookie wins. But I, I assume he means like the 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 store, not the store brand, but the mass produced chocolate chip. It's kind of a toss up. It's however I'm feeling at the moment. They're kind of even for me. Um, Chips Ahoy. That's the word. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. I think I think basically all cookies on the shelf are pretty awful. Like if you've if you've had like a homemade fresh cookie right out of the oven where it just it just oh, yeah. Then then you know, it's like you've had cocaine, why do you need crack? It's stronger, isn't it? <laughs> it's more
0: processed. All right. <laughs> just like the just like the store. No, no, shelf no, no. Cookies. No.
1: It's fine. I I, I was gonna say something. <laughs> um, good job. You know what? I I I went to go check over in chat just to see if people were like, Jesus Christ, this is still on. But actually, mm-hmm. like, this is the most riveting chat we've had in a while. Yeah, they're having fun. People are really buzzed on that. Those free crack pipes. Oh, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, Lyle Durio writes, dear Alan and Dave. You know, Lyle's gonna be on uh, Derek's program. On, uh, I saw that on Saturday to they to, to there to talk about the singles club for Valentine's that should be a fun one but I'm pretty sure Derek's not single mm. so he's really just bringing Lyle on to yeah like dance for us, Sh- monkey showcase you know? it yeah mm-hmm. and and ironically enough Lyle's question is did a woman ever give you a lesson in leaving that you never forgot? So that's the kind of show it's going to be, is it? Yeah. Dave, you want to? I have. <laughs> you want me to feel
0: that? You want to take that one? I don't really understand the question, but I think so. It was the lesson was I should have left way sooner.
1: Wait, wait, hold, hold on. I think what Lyle is saying is a woman <laughs> ever gives you a lesson in leaving that you never forgot is that she la- she leaves and you are now oh. the forlorn lover. But you, you've turned this thing on its head. Yeah. You're saying that. Yeah, I've never experienced the other one. Look, someone leaving me. It's crazy. So you left someone, but it was way too late after you already had perhaps a name or two tattooed, tattooed on you somewhere. Is that what you're. What what happened, Dave? No, no, no. That's 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 fine. We'll just stop there. No, I mean, it was, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. So the thing is, is we're already like twelve minutes over, so we might as well just, we might as well just hash it out. No, it's it's that whole the whole uh, red
0: flags thing. So all the flags are flying, and I'm like, well, maybe
1: we can make this work. And oh, uh,
0: no, yeah,
1: yeah. Is that is that all we get? I feel like there's more juicy yeah, that's details that's there. But... Maybe a Monday night thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. This coming Monday night is going to be very personable. All right. <laughs> very um, for me, um, no. All right. Eric Eli writes, dear Alan, nice. and Dave. Yep. No problem. <laughs> what are your favorite kinds of beans? And should it be obligatory to serve rice with beans? What? I don't, so I think it, it like when you go to your typical Mexican place, they'll serve rice oh, and beans okay. together. But Mexican rice is not like just regular old white rice. No, no. I like um,
0: baked beans. So that'd be weird.
1: Yeah. So the best beans are baked beans. If you're just gonna eat beans, like oh, I'm eating <laughs> beans, baked beans are the best. Um. So it, it definitely shouldn't be obligatory to serve rice with beans. No. But that Mexican rice.
0: Yeah yeah and then you got those black beans come with it that's good stuff
1: no i th- I thought I think they always serve refried beans oh
0: yeah oh I'm thinking see my my uh my sister-in-law is uh Puerto Rican so th- it's always like beans and rice like the black beans and rice pretty good
1: oh yeah so you're okay with the races mixing then yeah yeah okay All right. Uh, Elam Stoltz writes, Dear Alan and Dave, if Deshaun Watson is available via trade, would he be the perfect QB to continue Big Ben's legacy in Pittsburgh? (laughs) Now. (laughs) See, see, what Elam's doing there is he's talking, he's talking about on account of all the raping. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, so Big Ben has been known to, to have a rape every now and again in a bathroom. Wandering hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if the news is true, then Deshaun Watson also is very fluid with his definition of consent. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. He's a good quarterback though. That's the thing you gotta when you gotta it, you gotta, you gotta ask yourself. Yeah. You gotta ask yourself, like, would you be content to know that like oh oh what's what's his name? Uh, his name just left my mind. Uh, Josh Buffalo, Allen? Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen. Would would you trade Buffalo winning the Super Bowl next year for? Turns out he's a monster racist uh, rapist. No, because I, I don't care enough.
0: If they go, if they win, I enjoy the games that play, and I'm I'm not like one of those that say us we played. You know, so I'd rather people didn't get raped. Okay, what
1: about just an adulterer then, not a rapist? That's his business.
0: Mm. It happens between two consulting adults.
1: Okay, what if what if the girl is not an adult? <laughs> Aren't we running out of time? Oh, we've been out of time for like twenty minutes, but I but I wanna hear from you. Would would you be happy with with the the Bills Mafia getting a ring? <laughs> in exchange for Josh Allen not following those arbitrary dictates of the state. I have a...
0: I'm not going to say... Um. Yeah, it would be sad to see him go in the wood chipper. It's,
1: it's, that's probably the longest moment I've seen you ever take to navigate this program. <laughs> right then. it's it, Waters are getting choppy, man. All right. <laughs> um... I'm going to skip down a little bit because this is this is getting really bad. Twenty two minutes ago, uh, yeah. Celeste Annis writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, what is your favorite kind of snack cracker?" Mm. Going.
0: I like those chicken crackers, chicken and biscuit or whatever. What? Chicken and biscuit. What? You've never seen those? No. They're usually by the Ritz, and and they're they're. Like at our store, they're like up at the top shelf. There's not a whole lot of different varieties, but it that's got a chicken on it and it's like it
1: tastes like like chicken soup, but a cracker. They're awesome. I so first of all, no, I don't believe it's I have. Of. I don't believe I have. Yep. And second of all, when you had the camera on you just now, I could see that there's a monitor behind you. And on yeah. that monitor, it's telling me that we're really close to the point where we run the credits. Just end the show. Yeah. Yeah, I, I and we have it. And scenes. we have a guest. <laughs> the guest is already hung up. He's not even online anymore. I told him <laughs> yeah. to like wait 30 minutes. He he left. Yeah. He's yeah. In the green room checking his watch. Ran yeah. out of M&Ms. All right. I see I see people in the chat arguing amongst themselves over whether or not we should save some questions for next time or answer all the questions. All right. Um Marilyn Wilimowski writes, "Dear Allen, and oh. Dave. Oh shoot. What are your thoughts on the whole Valentine's Day thing? Uh oh. Mm. Yeah. I think Mary's saying, What are we doing for Valentine's Day? I think that's what she was saying to you. Oh, she knows. She knows. All right. (laughs) You know Valentine's Day is Monday, right? Are you kidding me? Yeah, Valentine's Day is Monday, and we're doing a stream on Monday, and so um, this <laughs> oh, yeah. is yeah, and it, it's gonna it it's though. it's gonna be a crossover event. So the official fiance of It's Too Late, Anakey, is gonna be on with me, and it's and I think I think this is this Dave. I thought about this. This is where we're gonna bill it. We're gonna have a young couple, me and Anakey, and an old couple, you and Mary, and mm. it'll be like navigating relationships through the years. Could we use the word experience, maybe, or veteran? <laughs> Be- veteran couple, yeah, something veteran.
0: like that. That sounds much
1: better. All right, all right. So we'll have a young couple and a K and I, and uh, a, no, a, a Hall of Fame couple, really, a Hall of Fame couple in Dave and Mary. Aw, yeah, that almost makes up for the young couple part. Yeah, but yeah. I'm actually seeing a bunch of a bunch of new names and faces over in chat and this and that makes me nervous because I feel like they're thinking this is what the show is like. This is not this what the point, show is At this is point
0: like. it kinda is.
1: No, it's not, god damn it. We do we do a tight sixty minute program yeah. with a, a a look at the news and then we interact with the audience and then we have a guest and then we're out of here with a reasonable amount of commercials. Re- stop
0: resisting yeah
1: Alan, it's inevitable it's yep in retrospect <laughs> it was inevitable yeah all right um so that actually my my thoughts on valentine's day is you know not it's not about what i want it's about what Annika wants
0: yep that's good
1: mm-hmm. all right that's why i always say my needs are simple Let's save Let's save that for Monday, I think. Yeah, we'll put a pin in that. Yeah. She won't let me put a pin. Sorry, never mind. Uh, okay. Uh, and last but not least, we have Brian Johnson who writes, Dear Alan and Dave, Is there such a thing as a movie being so bad it is good, or is it just bad? Hmm. I think there is such a thing as a movie being so bad it's good, but it's still bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't say... I think mo- sometimes... Go ahead. I was just gonna say you don't you don't say this movie's so bad that it's good and then like rank it in the top ten of all yeah. time movies like with The Godfather which every reasonable human being has seen at this point I think
0: that's what I heard yeah,
1: yeah. I mean you you would have to actually you'd have to be a Stalinist I think to have not seen The Godfather at this point well yeah yeah um. I was going to go to commercial break, but I just saw in all caps answer my question because I actually did skip Aaron's question <laughs> because it's it's more than two lines long of text. Yeah. And I, that was my attempt at trying to move the show along. Yeah. Nope. And, to, and, and Aaron says, nope, we're going back. Community's right. not having it. <laughs> no. All right. Aaron writes, dear Alan and Dave. Are the Beatles actually overrated, or is it the fact that they pioneered so many techniques and ideas that they're used by modern musicians all the time that it has diminished their profound mark on the history of rock music? Mm. No, they're overrated at AF. I mean, for one, I I, I don't even... I listened to
0: his question, and and I'm like, you know, he's got a point there. You know, it, It was just something very different for the time. It was something brand new, but I wrote down on my note, just because a band is groundbreaking doesn't mean they're good.
1: Oh, you had a note. Yeah. Oh, now I feel I started, bad I... <laughs> because I skipped the one that you were prepared for. The one. No, I got I got a whole list. I, I have a digital oh. note
0: for this whole segment.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, this is this is like hitting the lottery for you tonight then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh no, they're really overrated. I mean, for one, I don't even like the Beatles, just in a vacuum. I'm like a eh, meh at most. Uh and two, as if they're not also influenced by those that came before. Like like I actually sat down and and met and played music with, uh, Phil Everly, and oh, like, like the Beatles were all were all up on their dicks at one point in time. So, mm. yeah, Aaron's Aaron's so pissed right now. Like he's just gonna delete our <laughs> Twitch our Twitch channel and start banning everybody. No and, more comments. <laughs> yeah, no more comments. You know? Did you see, Did you see all the people that just left a blue like? on our post this week. Oh, that feels good. I think we're going to start, I think we're, I think we're going to start muting people who just like things as opposed to heart. Yeah. Yep. Call the herd a little. You're getting too big anyways. You know, we did, we, we actually did get a donation during that, but I was like, where can I even fit this in at this point? (laughs) Well, we're off the rails now, man. Yeah. It's kind of done. It's the, the two hour special. Yeah. We haven't gotten any new subscribers, though. So, what's I mean, what's up with that? I
0: still haven't figured that out.
1: Yeah. I actually had people in chat saying they literally haven't figured it out yet. When mm-hmm. you literally just click follow and then click subscribe and then click Twitch Prime and follow the instructions.
0: Yeah. yeah. Direction's unclear.
1: This is why you have to have, like, HR people at businesses make you watch a bunch of videotapes about... How to open the register and mm-hmm. how not to call customers dick shitters. <laughs> this is why those exist. All right, boy. And now, my friends, fifty minutes into the show, Woo! after after a false start. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're now gonna <laughs> Kids go are ready to stay up late. Yeah, we're now gonna go to the interview. We have Kyle Anzalone from the Libertarian Institute to talk about Russia and Ukraine right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at info at alanmosley.tv. welcome back to the show our guest this evening is making a second appearance on the show as the news director or excuse me news editor of libertarian institute God, scott would be so mad if i said that you were the director and not him he would never come back uh assistant editor at anti and co-host of conflicts of interest with will Porter and connor freeman you can get his news roundups and episodes at libertarian institute.org Kyle welcome back to the show
2: thanks so much for having me back on alan how you doing
1: Ah, You know, Kyle, I'm doing all right. I was going to start off with that. It's I think it was around spring of last year when you and Will were last on the show. How's life been treating you since then?
2: Well, uh, not too bad for me, I guess. I don't know about you and your audience, but you may be facing some, uh, you know, real dread over the coming war in Ukraine or something like that. But no, uh, things are, things are pretty good, and uh, you know, very happy, and things are going real well for us at the Libertarian Institute and at Conflicts of Interest. I've had Connor Freeman as a co-host since I, I think I was last on the show. Well, you know, it's funny
1: that you should mention that. Uh a friend of mine has a son who I think just turned 19 recently. Uh and I actually sent him an article from one of, one of the regime media outlets that was talking about deploying troops to Eastern Europe. And I just sent him the link with, "Oh, I look what your son's going to be doing this summer. You know, you know what they say about idle hands and all that." So, I'm glad he has something to look forward to.
2: Right. <laughs> Man, it is <laughs> It, it It is terrifying. I mean, Joe Biden has been pretty firm that he is not sending Americans to Ukraine. So uh, despite all the hawks, you know, terrified about what's going to happen uh, and, and warning about this great conflict, Biden is pretty firm about keeping the Americans out of it.
1: Well, I'm, we'll start there then, talking about the whole Russia-Ukraine situation. Uh, I asked some of our our audience in our private chat, hey, do you have any questions for Kyle? And one of the first questions came from a lady who said, "Uh, all I hear about is Russia is threatening to invade Ukraine. Why can't they just leave everybody alone? I'll I'll, I'll let you answer that however you feel.
2: Oh, man, there's so much there, which, uh, of course... Uh, the first thing is, is just the the foregone conclusion that, you know, Russia is going to invade Ukraine, I, I think is incorrect. And um, it really seems like, you know, a mainstream media type narrative, right, where you got like Russia is just going to invade Ukraine and there's nothing anybody could do about it. And Russia just pits on people all day long, like in Syria and stuff like that. And I, I mean, that's just really not the case here. Now, is there maybe potential conflict that could happen in Ukraine? It's it's a possibility. There are uh, people outside the mainstream media who get chats from the military industrial complex that have warned uh, that, you know, this is a legitimate possibility. Uh, People like Douglas McGregor or Scott Ritter have, you know, put out that, look, the U.S., what they've done in Eastern Europe since the fall of the Soviet Union by taking a promise that they made to Russia in, the, in 1990 that they wouldn't expand NATO eastward if Germany was allowed to reunify because it was split after World War II between East and West Germany. So that reunified and became a NATO member state. And so, with that, and you know, mind you, that one of the reasons that Germany was split, and one of the reasons that this was so controversial, is that during World War II, uh, Germany, you know, as one big country. Uh, did massive damage to Russia. I think 27 million dead is the minimum number there. And, uh, you know, I had somebody on my show once who said that, eh, that number could be 40 or so million uh, Russians who were killed by that German invasion. And so that was a a pretty big concession that the uh, Russians made there. And, of course, by 1990, the U.S. was ready to rip up their part of that obligation and start to expand NATO eastward. At uh, first, including Poland and then the Baltic states, uh, and now all the way up to having a plan to a- admit uh, Moldova, Georgia, and Ukraine into NATO. And so, you know, imagine this being the other way, where after say, the, you know, 1990, it was actually the NATO alliance that fell apart, and uh, Russia started, or the USSR, the Soviets, started spanning the Warsaw Pact, and then they now, you know, have, you uh, like, the UK as a member of the Warsaw Pact, and are talking about including both Canada and Mexico as members of the Warsaw Pact in the potential future. They're arming the drug cartels in Mexico, and it's causing huge problems in the United United States. Uh, they're supporting different governments and overthrowing governments in Canada. I don't think we would be saying, oh, why are the Americans threatening to invade Mexico? What would possibly be going on that they would have an issue with there? You know, it would be very obvious why the Americans had had enough and why they were looking uh, to do something like this. So, uh, you know, just trying to put in a little bit more context and nuance. Yeah, there, there may be some threat of invasion here, although... Uh, I think it's far lower than what the like Biden administration is saying. If you look at the statements from the Ukrainian government, Ukraine's prime minister said the uh, invasion rhetoric from the United States was causing a panic and that they did not see the threat from Russia having increased since last April uh the ukrainian foreign minister said that they uh don't buy into the apocalyptic scenarios uh the french president said that he doesn't think uh russia is going to invade ukraine and that russia is seeking security guarantees he's actually in moscow i believe right now meeting with putin uh the chancellor of germany has a plan to go and meet with putin next week and so do you really think Uh, All these, uh, you know, heads of state of European countries would be going to Moscow if they thought Putin was just about to invade Ukraine. I I don't know if that would be the case. So, you know, I think that the likelihood of invasion is actually quite lower than, you know, what is being put out, particularly by the Americans and the UK government, you know, saying that an invasion could come at any any day now.
1: Well, you heard it here first, folks. There's going to be an American troop buildup on the Texas border. We're invading Mexico... Any day now, but I want to I want to I want to <laughs> dig into that last thing, Kyle, that you said, uh, talking about how the narrative is portrayed in the media. Now I've now, as you already mentioned, uh, a Ukrainian uh, sponsors saying this this is causing a panic. This is hype. Uh, we we don't recognize the situation as being any uh, more volatile than it was last year. Uh, and I and I've also seen reports from Russian media where they actually take headlines and news. From Western sources and just openly mock it saying, look how they're portraying this. You know, we're over here talking about how much snowfall we're going to get in Moscow tonight. They're over there talking about how there's about to be a war. What's the disconnect? So if we're going to, if we're going to firmly affix our tinfoil hats for just a few minutes, what, what is it about Western media that the rest of the
2: world doesn't seem to understand? I mean, that they're owned by the military industrial complex is, I think, the general answer. How much uh, a part of their coverage is just always hyping the war narrative and, uh, you know, the, the idea that America has to do everything all the time and you give excuses to sell You know, F 35s and all these other expensive uh, military equipment that really doesn't work well. I mean, I don't know if you saw the video that just leaked out where there's uh, an F 35 trying to land on the USS, uh, not the. Truman, uh, the Vinson, the Carl Vinson in the South China Sea, and it hits the back of the, the runway and then it slides off, and you know, a hundred million dollars sinks to the bottom of the ocean, seven soldiers injured in the whole thing. Absolute miracle that the plane didn't hit anything else on the the runway of that ship and just skidded off into the ocean. But and, and now there's a massive uh, I, I don't know how much they're going to end up spending on it, but that plane's like thousands and thousands of feet below the sea. And of course, they're worried if the Chinese get their hands on it, then that's going to get them some kind of strategic advantage over the U.S. on the F-35. And so now they're rushing all these scrap ships to try to go locate this thing. And it's going to take them so long to get there that the transponder is going to turn off. And so if it you know moves once it's on the bottom of the ocean or whatever. I don't know how much trouble they're going to have finding this, but... You know, we're talking about probably tens of millions of dollars, at least, to go fish this thing out of the ocean after it ran off the deck of a runway during drills that the U.S. didn't even need to be carrying out. And so, I don't know, that that I think is a lot of it. They they got to sell these crappy weapons uh, and keep the, the money flowing from the Pentagon to, you know, Lockheed Martin and Raytheon and all these companies. Uh, I don't I don't know if you saw this, but the uh, Libertarian Party Mises Caucus put out a—it's some sort of thing. Some, I guess this is a meme going around on the internet. There's some kid that was written up by his teacher for not wanting to listen to CNN 10, which is their little uh, segments that they do geared towards, I would say like a middle school to high school audience. And uh, I was like I worked in a school before and I watched there was a classroom that was showing this and they were talking about how great it was uh, making the uh, Tomahawk missiles and and how great is I think uh, Fareed Zakaria is his name. And he's, you know, just going through this uh, production of this whole thing, I think does maybe give a little bit of a, you know, sometimes these things could be bad, but mostly it's just like a PR piece for the military industrial complex.
1: Well, circling back to Ukraine for a moment, everyone's heard the phrase, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And so naturally, because Russia is, of course, the most dangerous thing to Western democracy, that would mean that Ukraine, however you want to define the Ukraine as it currently exists, they must be close allies of the United States. They must They must uh, represent the same uh, Western uh, virtues and uh, morals and... Uh, uh, devout to democracy and freedom and justice and equality that we do. Uh, I've got that right, though, right, Kyle? Ukraine is everything that we would want to protect.
2: All right, yeah. So let's let's remind everybody of Afghanistan before I say this and they call me a conspiracy theorist, right? So, you know, the the US has a history in the 1970s, late 70s and 80s of arming a rebellion in Afghanistan believing that they could bait the Soviets into invading by it and then bleed the empire and give them their own uh their own Vietnam, you know, replicating the, you know, misery, the and the toll that Vietnam took on the American empire to do that. To the Soviet Empire and what do you know Osama bin Laden is one of those people and of course you know through that and everything we get Afghanistan 9 and, and all that that comes from it right so right now in Ukraine there are is a group called the Azov battalion and other groups called the right sector and everything like that they are very much uh, ethno-nationalist to outright neo-Nazis on the spectrum the, these people are uh, militant uh, Pro-Ukrainians who do not mind carrying out ethnic crimes, and uh, some of them are just outright believers in ni- Nazi ideology, and particularly from uh, like if, when World War II, right? So you have the Nazi invasion, and the Nazi invasion of the Soviet Union happened through Ukraine. And so there are people in Ukraine who uh, really suffered under the, of course, the communist government uh, that existed at the time. You know, this is Stalin. These are evil people that are in charge of the Soviet Union as well. And so some of the people, when the Nazis invaded, sympathized sympathized with the Nazis, right? And so there are people, and remember, this is their grandparents, right? You you know, this this is the 1940s and 50s we're talking about. We're not talking about... um, Ancient history or anything like that and so there's some real sympathy and uh, belief in that ideology still from uh, You know people in Ukraine including the Azov battalion in the right sector and uh, I've actually confirmed this through a couple of sources There's right Sector fled so blood and soil fled uh, flying at uh, government buildings and uh, other kind of national places in Ukraine and, and so these are the the people that we're backing. There is a CIA program that was le- that Yahoo, you know, did an official announcement of leap from the CIA about how uh, what's happening is they're bringing some of these militants here to the u s, arming them and training them and sending them back to Ukraine to engage in guerrilla tactics. Uh, we also have the fact that, Uh, there's a great article or not article episode of the Scott Horton show uh, where he interviews Branko Martich. Uh, Go check it out. It's at the Libertarian Institute and Branko goes through all the cases where these people, uh, the white nationalists, neo-Nazi types, the, you know, legitimate like 0.001% of white people who are actually like ethno-nationalist lunatics who will go out and kill somebody because they're not white. Well, those people are traveling to Ukraine, meeting up with the Azov boys and then coming back and joining up like the Ram group in the the U.S. And, uh, you know, a part of the violence at the Charlottesville riot. Uh, There's this guy who carried out a pretty brutal um, assault and battery in Florida. And then the Christ Church uh, church shooter in New Zealand uh, also was involved in, in, you know, idealized these guys in Ukraine. So this is a real issue.
1: Well, that's really interesting because I, I know that a lot of people listening right now might be thinking to themselves, well, for all for all the bluster that I hear in Western media about how everyone I don't like is a Nazi, you know, fascism is alive and well in the United States. We, we you know, we, if, the Antifa type saying that I'm anti-fascist, so it's okay to punch a Nazi. Um, what you're talking about is 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 easy to verify. This isn't this isn't a secret globally. It is understood that there are absolutely alive and well, thriving neo uh, neo Nazi groups in the Ukraine. And yet, in all the coverage that I'm seeing about the Russia Ukraine uh, incident, if if you can even call it an incident at this point, you're you're not getting any of that. You're not getting any of that. The Ukraine. Uh, has genuine neo Nazis in positions of power within their state, and you're not getting you're not getting any of uh, Russia not only not uh, threatening immediate invasion, but that Russia would have legitimate concerns to with their neighbors. Why don't you? Why aren't we not hearing any of that?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, so we do hear just a little bit of it because there there are some emissions recently. I think it was Nat Geo is the the t- channel that has the series Traffic. I've never watched it before, but they did an episode uh, about the the ethno nationalists in Ukraine, and they got a quote from I believe her first name is Evelyn, her last name is Definitely Farkas, and she says, Yeah, we you know we have to back whoever we have to back in Ukraine to combat Russia, and so you know that's uh, that's one of the real important things. But why you don't hear about it is because it, first of all it takes a long time to have the conversation right like one of the key issues here and if this uh, situation is de-escalated I think uh, the course it may take has to do with the placement of US uh, anti-missile systems in Eastern Europe particularly Poland and Romania and these are the Patriot missile systems and while it may sound like oh these are just missile defense systems this is just a, a defensive thing The problem is, is that these missile systems that fire the Patriot missiles, uh, those same missile launchers are the MK-41s, and you could throw uh, Tomahawk missiles in them too. And so very quickly, you could go from uh, a missile that could shoot down another missile To having a missile in there that could carry a nuclear warhead and it's within just a few hundred miles of the Russian border and the Russian capital. And so, you know, you can see why this may be an issue uh, along the lines, say, of, you know, Russia having these kind of systems set up in Cuba or something like that and why the Americans would find that absolutely intolerable. And so uh, you know, it, it's a it's a complicated thing, but there are some indications that the U.S. government is willing to negotiate on that. Uh, that has uh, apparently was something within the proposal that Biden sent. Although the like the kind of counter argument is that russia's real concern at this point is the fact that ukraine is almost becoming a de facto nato member state even though the u.s says we won't defend ukraine if it's invaded or are arming ukraine uh they're the now i think the third biggest recipient of US military aid, we're giving their troops constant training. Right now, the Florida National Guard is there training them how to use rocket launchers and different things like that. The UK has hundreds of troops, the Canadians have troops in Ukraine, and all these things are things that happen if Ukraine was a NATO member state, right? And despite the fact that, you know, Biden has very clearly said we're not going to send troops to defend Ukraine, the US does keep saying that we're committed to Ukraine's territorial and integrity. And so if you're saying we're committed to that country's borders as they are, that kind of sounds like you're saying you're willing to fight a war if you know those borders change. And so there is some, I think, real mixed rhetoric on this from the Biden administration. Um, yeah. And so I think it's kind of unclear if the Russians are going to be content with, you know, the offer that I think is now being made by the U.S. to remove those Patriot missile batteries, if, if the U.S. is serious about that. Uh, from eastern europe and, and you know that that again could be a path out of this but th- those systems are uh hundreds of millions billions of dollars when you count the research and development and you know you have to constantly train troops on them and so the, the contractors get money for that uh the maintenance the you know testing to make sure they work all these kinds of things mean that that these systems are huge uh amounts of money for the the military industrial complex for raytheon who made them and so what the media is going to take a huge amount of time to portray this you know really nuanced narrative that doesn't paint the american as the white hats who are just trying to defend the world and hurt their sponsor uh raytheon that's not going to happen
1: well let's let's talk about the rhetoric then a little bit and and our and our friend uncle joe biden now we you know we've there, there's plenty of plenty of room to criticize and make fun of uh, of Brandon, but and we've done that on this program as well. But one of the biggest things that happened from the last time you guys were on and today is, of course, the pullout uh, in Afghanistan. And you know, it's it's one of those things where you you look back now at some of the coverage that took place during that time, and you realize that if if all you got was uh, information from the corporate press and nowhere else you you almost wouldn't have even noticed that there was a withdrawal because all you get is is how poorly it was done and maybe it was but it happened right I mean it's it's kind of like you're stacking you're stacking a ugly withdrawal up against 20 years of failed imperialism and you decide which one is better and which one is worse and so taking that same uh, president Biden, Um, who is surrounded by the same deep state, the same Warhawks, the same militarily-industrial complex that, say, for instance, a President Trump was, uh, and Trump wasn't able to uh, get major withdrawals done during his time. He may have promised one, but one didn't happen. Um, Do you hold out hope that at the end of the day, all of this is going to blow over as just a giant nothing burger and that, by and large, even, even if military defense contractors get paid, American lives won't be lost because maybe Joe can find his spine and say no once again.
2: Well, I mean, I think on the Russia issue in particular, and I do want to mention Afghanistan, but on the Russia issue in particular, I think there's actually a hope here for something a little bit better. And rather than just, uh, you know, going back to the status quo before, having some kind of real security agreement for Eastern Europe that is tolerable to Russia in the long term. And so, you know, let's say we just do something minimal to, to kind of pull the, the you know, turn down the temperature and everything like that. Uh, if the U.S. continues to arm, train, and, uh, you know, made statements essentially saying that Ukraine's a NATO member state then any kind of minimal agreement to to withdraw current tensions aren't going to be really helpful. But if, say, something does get agreement to remove the U.S. Patriot missile batteries from Eastern Europe, agreements on maybe uh, no more uh, military aid from the U.S. to Ukraine, maybe no more NATO training of Ukrainian forces. These kind of agreements, I think, are possible that something Biden would be willing to sign that I'm guessing that politically Trump would have been unwilling to. I mean, it's because the Democrats are absolutely ridiculous and made up the whole fake Russiagate thing. But at the same time, that really did, at least in the way Trump saw the world, it tied his hands on the issue. I mean, that's, you know, like a cowardly excuse and everything like that. And. Why the hell would you fund neo-Nazis just because the Democrats want you to? But at the same time, the way U.S. politics works, the fact that, you know, he even briefly paused the military aid to Ukraine. He got impeached for it. Right. You know, the, and when the the impeachment trial was going on, the, the uh, deep state who are, were uh, testifying, the Fiona Hills, the Alexander Bidmans, who were testifying explaining to the congressmen why they had to impeach Donald Trump, they were openly saying it's because he was interfering with the U.S. established policy to continue to arm and fund the Ukrainian uh, government. And that was, you know, the real issue was he was just trying to overturn the foreign policy. However, that I don't think that narrative works as well against Joe Biden. Joe Biden did renew the New START treaty. He was a part of the uh, Biden Obama government in 2010 when they initially negotiated the New START treaty. And so uh, I, I don't know. I think there's a real possibility here that Biden could be the kind of guy that's actually willing to do it. I mean, he is the one saying that uh, and, and as much as it was kind of walked back by his own administration, uh, that if there's a minor incursion, we're not going to go the, the maximum route on Russia, uh, you know, saying he's the one saying we're not going to put U.S. troops in Russia. He's he's making the most stuffish statements of his entire administration. So. Uh, you know, that that potential is there. Now, the problem is he surrounded himself with haunts, terrible, terrible people, uh, particularly National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and Secretary of State Antony Blinken. I want to mention one thing that Sullivan said this week that I think is really, really important. He said that while it would come at a huge cost for Ukraine if Russia inv- uh, invaded, it would come at a, a strategic cost to Russia as well. And so... If you go back to my Afghanistan example that I was talking about before, you know, there are people, I think, within the Biden administration who see the opportunity to get uh, Russia embroiled in uh, like a Vietnam or a, yeah, Vietnam or an Afghanistan-like situation in Ukraine. I don't know if it'll work out the way they think. Uh, but, in it, I mean, look, think of how dark that is, right, to to fight the, the Russians till the last Ukrainian fight. Having the Ukrainians fight a war that they know they're going to lose just because it's going to do some damage to Russia is absolutely insane. But I kind of think Jade Sullivan might want to do that. Now, Alan, just real quick on the Afghanistan issue, before we give Joe Biden too much credit for it, He has to remove the sanctions on the Taliban and he has to unfreeze the Afghan government bank accounts or else this winter is going to be worse than if uh, Donald Trump had kept up his bombing campaign at the increased pace uh, that was going on during the Trump administration. I mean, you know, over 100,000 people uh, have died in the Afghan war, but they're talking about uh, potentially a million kids right now being in the uh, malnutri- malnourished to severe malnourished category in Afghanistan. I mean, we're we're looking at a massive starvation campaign against the poorest people in the world that Joe Biden has resorted to. You, you know that that political trade off. He he looked bad and weak uh, when he withdrew from Afghanistan, and so in exchange, he's punished the Afghan people by starving them to death. Uh, it's it's brutal. The the aid groups are warning that that it's you know they're saying in the millions, but I, I think tens, hundreds, of thousands seem very possible, uh, if not more.
1: Well, one more thing I want to touch on before we run out of time: uh, Russia, 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 China, China, China. That sort of gets all the the press. Um, but is there is there another really major foreign policy conflict? Um, that's flying under the radar right now that people need to know more about. And why is it Yemen?
2: Yeah, well, I was almost going to take that a different direction and surprise you and start talking about Syria. But no, I'll talk about Yemen because it is really important. Uh, I I mean, the situation there in 2021 has really gotten a lot worse and it's continuing now. Uh, the, The Trump administration, I think by the end, had actually... Had that war turned down a little bit because the Saudis kind of choose when they're going to carry out the bombing campaigns and everything like that and there had been some real pressure on the trump administration congress had passed the war powers that to try to prevent the Trump administration from continuing to wage that war. Trump had to veto it, but along with that veto, I think, came giving Saudi Arabia a little bit less support, uh, you know, to leave that political pressure. Well, the Democrats were mainly the ones concerned about Yemenis, because Republicans don't care about Muslims, uh, other than Thomas Massey and the, you know, Freedom Caucus and those few people who actually do think about, oh, you know, these U.S. wars could be bad and they're costly and everything like that. So uh, now there's no pressure on the Biden administration, uh, despite coming in and saying that he was going to end the war, that he was going to turn Saudi Arabia into a prior state, where a year passed when he said that he was going to cut off offensive support from Saudi uh, Arabia's war in Yemen right after he took office. And instead, that war has been uh, dialed up significantly. Saudi Arabia has not uh, at all let up on the blockade of Yemen. And despite Saudi Arabia waging what has been a a food war, direct targeting of the food infrastructure in Yemen, enough of many people, I think, have just kind of gone back to the, the like countryside and started farming because they had nothing else, that there is some alleviation of the food crisis in Yemen. So a little bit of good news on that front. But the bombing has gotten a lot worse. Saudi Arabia is carrying out airstrikes everywhere. Uh, they, they've carried out... Uh, The the Houthis have said, like, I think 15,000 have died uh, since June uh, of their fighters alone. That doesn't include civilians. Recently, the Saudis carried out a horrific airstrike on an immigrant detention facility in Yemen, or a, a, a migrant detention facility, I guess. You know, people looking. I think mainly to cross from uh, at the Horn of Africa through the through Yemen on the Arabian Peninsula because the strait there, the body of water in the Red Sea, is real small there. So they cross there. They end up in Yemen. They get one of these Houthi detention facilities and the Saudis blow it up, 100-plus dead there. Uh, they also recently bombed a building in Yemen that housed the communications hub, I guess. So when they hit that building, it turned off the internet for most of the north of Yemen, which includes like 80% of the population. And they also bombed a youth soccer game and killed three children. And so these are just horrific war crimes that the Biden administration is supporting. And rather than doing something to try to stop it, he's doubling down on his support for Saudi Arabia. Just this week, the U.S. announced that they were upgrading the Saudi missile defense system and the Emirati missile defense system because these are the two main um actors in the the region that are targeting the Houthi. And the Houthi can fire uh, missiles and drones to hit Saudi Arabia and the UAE. And so the U.S. is increasing our uh, missile defense of those countries. That way they could continue the slaughter of Yemen at absolutely no cost to themselves. That's that's the real key here. If if the Houthis uh, were able to target and hit Saudi facilities, well, then Saudi Arabia might have to negotiate an end to the war with the Houthis. But as long as the Saudis could just continue to starve the, the Houthis to death and bomb them whenever they want, then, you, you know, the, the Yemenis are, are going to suffer. Uh, I guess, you know, they, they starve more than just the Houthi. They, they starve the entire Yemeni population. Um, yeah. And so, I don't know. I guess I probably didn't do a great job of uh, breaking down uh, the, the different sides of the war. The Houthis are the, the rebel side. Uh, the Saudis back uh, a different government in Yemen. Uh, the UAE backs a separate government in Yemen that's kind of allied with the Saudi government in Yemen, but sometimes it's not. Uh, most of the people live in northern Yemen under the Houthi control areas, mainly because it brings more security and stability. In fact, a lot of the wealthier people uh, from the, the southern part of the country that's held by Saudi Arabia have actually migrated to the Yemeni-controlled territories because it provides more security. Uh, in part, that's because Saudi Arabia has flooded Yemen in order to lower the cost of the war to them. They, they're just printing up Yemeni currency and dumping it onto the market. Uh, so the Houthis refer to, uh, refuse to take any currency. I think that's um, after 2020 because after that, the, the size flooded the market. And so if you're living in southern Yemen, I hear the exchange rate is like 1% thousand five hundred real to a dollar and in uh northern Yemen it is 501 real to a dollar and i don't know that you know that could have changed drastically over the last month but that was the case after saudi's uh money dumping
1: kyle where can people go to support you and check out conflicts of interest
2: the libertarian institute if you're listening i got on uh one of the libertarian institute hoodies so uh you could buy some of those at the website. Uh, you can just you know check out, subscribe, support the show. Conflicts of interest. Uh, I've done a news roundup at the Libertarian Institute for I don't know over five years now, and I've just upgraded it. I'm actually writing like a short article every day, and then having the rest of the links on the bottom. So check out what I'm doing at the institute. Uh, I, I think it's really great work. It's almost all foreign policy, some cop stuff, uh, some COVID stuff. And uh, at, at least three shows a week. I've actually, since the start of the year, started doing a fourth show every week. If I could uh, keep up the pace, I will continue to. But at least uh, new shows every Monday, Wednesday, Friday.
1: All right, Kyle, we're going to get you out of here on this one. Is ketchup a smoothie? No. Oh, sorry, Kyle. That that's a tough break, man. We unfortunately Kyle is not a real libertarian. As everyone knows, ketchup is a smoothie because you've got your fruit. It's broken down into a paste and it's got a bunch of sugar added. That is the same thing. Therefore, ketchup is a smoothie. But Kyle, thank you so much, man. This was very enlightening. I hope you come back.
2: All right. Anytime, Alan. I appreciate it.
1: Guys, we're gonna be back to wrap up the show right after this last commercial break. Don't go away. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Mosley TV. You can follow me on Twitter. That's twitter.com at Alan Mosley TV. And Subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com/slash Alan Mosley TV. Also, we're now on Odyssey. Go check us out on Odyssey. It's Too Late with Alan Mosley at Alan Mosley TV. If you're more of a listener than a watcher, you'd like to listen, don't you? You want to hear it? Yeah, you can hear it. So thanks to <laughs> anger.fm/slash Anchor <FM>, Alan Mosley TV. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. I mean, no. I mean, we were here the whole time. I mean, you just saw yeah. me. I was there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we were gonna, you know, I let's let's do a tier list. Let's lo, let's load one up. Yeah, we'll start it now. All right. Let me put one together. <laughs> yeah, get 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 D three. Just get him out of bed. Say, hey, you've got work <laughs> to do, son. It's go time. <laughs> um. That was a great guess. I'm glad everybody had a good time. You know what? The Libertarian Institute is the real frickin' deal. Kyle Anzalone does a news roundup there, like, every day of the week, as well as doing conflicts of interest. And he's an editor for anywar.com Like, you can't... It's it's impossible. Now, imagine what Kyle could do with Cato's budget. And imagine what Cato would do with Kyle's budget. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway... hold on let me use the correct wording so Dave knows to do input Dave do you have a final thought
0: yeah I mean it was a great show great guest great interview um again great show I thought I thought we had a lot of fun I hope the the viewers did too it's sky's the limit from here man we got this
1: yeah I'm yeah so we so we basically (laughs) took this week's off but next week next week's gonna be a banger banger we actually have a bunch of big guests getting ready to come on the show did you know that uh, I think it's the second week of March is episode 200 episode 200 we're gonna have a really good guest for that one too but I can't nice. you know you know the rule I can't say who it's gonna be yet because then if I do and then they'll die in a plane crash or something and then mm-hmm. and then yeah. it'll be like oops oops no, no guests guess. yep mm-hmm. oops all commercials <laughs> Um, speaking all of that of how, are, how are we doing on commercials we got we got another oh the next one wouldn't start for like 39 minutes alright Dave we got to do another 39 minutes of content to crank out another commercial yeah we could do that we did at the beginning oh, of the show I mean Just... yeah if anything is proven <laughs> we could clearly do it but we're not going to though <laughs> guys uh, thank you so much for listening to another episode of It's Too Late and we will see you next week yeah it wasn't a train wreck at all Dave
0: no, I think that was great. Hey, like if said, you're, as
1: long as we as long as we had fun. If you're still listening on Twitch, don't go away. We're gonna we're gonna raid. We're gonna raid somebody. We're yeah. gonna raid Cantaloupe Me, who's playing uh, Zelda. We're gonna do Ooh. it. Yeah, we're gonna do it. And now you guys behave. Don't be going in there and talking that poopy talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't be shitheads. <laughs> don't be dick shitters All right. We're doing it. Thanks for watching.